The piece was one of the most unique and interesting in the exhibition. Titled Little Things That Remind Me of You, it consisted of six small pieces of clay pottery placed atop a vinyl Vicente Fernandez record album. The pottery represented various food items, and the artwork was intended as a tribute to the artist's grandmother. We'll allow that artist, Sussex Central High School senior Daniela Robles, to tell you more about the meaning of the pottery. Each of them were different meals or different types of dishes used in my my grandma's or my parents' culture. And I think the gorditas, which is like, a, they look like little tortillas, they reminded me a lot about my grandmother because it was probably the, one of the last meals I had with her. And it was just very special. It just really made me connect with her and with everything that I identified with. So the armature, so the underneath of the clay, um, there's aluminum because when you bake this, uh, it has to be even and thin so that it doesn't burn in certain places. It was a good experience. It really helped me connect with um, my roots because I know that my grandma did that a lot when she was um, like in her free time. So it was like a nostalgic piece. It was interesting to do. I'm Dave Mall, and I recently had the pleasure of attending Sussex Central High School's International Baccalaureate Visual Arts Exhibition. Daniela's piece was among the dozens of student-produced artworks on display at the exhibition, which was held on March 21st. In addition to traditional paintings, there were sculptures and other unique installations that showed off the talents of students in Sussex Central High School's International Baccalaureate program. For Daniela, little things that remind me of you also served as a Day of the Dead shrine to her grandmother. I didn't get to see her a lot because she was in Mexico, mm -hmm. and my parents, uh, after like they haven't, they didn't visit her before she passed away. So it was just really difficult for them and me um, to cope with that because I knew her so little. But at the same time, listening to stories that my mom talked about her was just it just made me feel closer to her. It just I just wanted to set the vibe like um, like a shrine for the Day of the Dead because usually there's like actual plates of food at a shrine. And so not only were these little pieces like something that reminded me of my grandmother, but it also went with his theme. So I thought that was that was nice. The International Baccalaureate or IB program features a rigorous academic curriculum designed to prepare students for college. Its core subject areas are language and literature, language acquisition, individuals and societies, sciences, mathematics, and of course, the arts. Sussex Central High School librarian and IB coordinator Kelly DeLeon has been involved with the program almost since its inception 10 years ago. We started the IB program about 10 years ago here at Sussex Central High School as a way to um, kind of showcase the talent that we have and the students that we have here at the school. It is one of the most rigorous programs you can have in any high school across the state, and we are only one of four. We are the only school in Sussex County and the only school, there's none in Kent County. There's three in Newcastle County. Our whole goal is college preparedness for the students. Like that's what we say every time we interview, every time we discuss the IB program, we want these students to walk out of here and start their freshman year at college and feel successful. And also to graduate from a college in four years and not have to extend it because they struggled. If the students end up with college credit, then that's a bonus for us, a bonus for them. 
It also makes them very marketable for college acceptances and for scholarships to say that they're part of the IB program. So those are the things that we try to say when we're trying to convince a student to take on such a such a high risk in a way. And at their age to work at this level is very commendable because it does take up a lot of time, a lot of extra work that they see other students around them not having to do. But I feel like the benefits that they reap from it are are so much greater and the how they feel when they finish the program. In the end, it's the the level of what they go through, um, the projects that they have to submit, like the artwork and the papers that they sit for in the end, they're called papers, not exams. They're handwritten, which in an AP test, it's multiple choice, maybe some short answer, but in an IB test, it's handwritten pages and pages of handwritten for like two and a half hours. So you have to know your information. You have to have background. You have to have that two years of knowledge that they've been in these courses for to be successful at the end. The IB Arts program at Sussex Central features courses in theater, music, and dance in addition to the visual arts. IB believes that visual arts are an integral part of everyday life, permeating all levels of human creativity, expression, communication, and understanding. Students are encouraged to challenge their own creative and cultural expectations and boundaries. The exhibition at Sussex Central High School featured artwork from four senior students. In addition to Daniela Robles, seniors Tiwa Anawo, Emily Cruz Maria, and Eva Cullen also had their artwork on display in the library. The exhibition also featured a small showcase of artwork from eight junior IB students. Sussex Central High School art teacher Sarah Short recently spoke about the IB Visual Arts Program and what is expected of students. So it's split into three parts. We have something called the process portfolio, which is where students kind of explore different mediums and different artists. Um, And that's where they're encouraged to really branch out and experiment and document their uh, different trials and um, working through different new mediums. Um, And then we have the comparative study, which is a whole bunch of slides. Uh, They have to study really in depth three different artworks And they go really deep into like the cultural context and the artists and where they were coming from. Um, And also like the formal qualities of the pieces, looking at them visually um, and thinking about what the artist's intentions were, like what the function and purpose of each piece is. So they have to uh, do a lot of research and a lot of documentation and they put it all into this massive slideshow and then they're done. Um, And the the third piece is the exhibition, which you saw. Um, And that's where they get to collect their own kind of show and display it and get to receive feedback and show people what they've been working towards. The show is unique because they get to come up with their own theme um, and kind of their own message. And a big part of it is curating and deciding what should go together and kind of the audience's experience, too. So they're thinking about what it's like for somebody who's walking through the show and what order they see pieces in and how big or small they are and kind of how the viewer experiences the space. And they also have to write uh, like a tag for each piece like you would see in a museum uh, and a curatorial rationale, which is kind of a short paper that really describes their intentions for their exhibition. And it kind of ties together the theme and um, really makes it clear to the viewer why they made each piece and what they're about 
and how they go together. The study of works from famous or well-known artists is an integral component of the program and became a part of the exhibition in the form of a slideshow. So the slideshow I had up was actually their comparative studies. Yeah. And I just wanted people to kind of see as a, a bonus what they've been working on for so long. Um, and you probably saw in that slideshow a lot of that uh, study and research about um, a few different artists and a few different works from each of the students. And sometimes that ends up kind of influencing their own work uh, in their exhibition. Sometimes it ties together, like Daniela explored a lot of themes of feminism and culture in the artists and the works that she chose to research. And that kind of tied in with the work that she made for herself eventually. So I thought it was interesting to see how their research impacted what they ended up making. With that in mind, Let's hear Daniela Robles talk about another one of her works that was on display at the exhibition. It was an acrylic on canvas painting titled Imperfections Perfectas, which translates to Perfect Imperfections. So I was just, um, it's in, in a society where it just feels like you're an object or where you have to be this certain way in order for people to like you to feel like accepted by these beauty standards it's just difficult to love yourself or you might feel too thin or too big or not like not enough so I just wanted anybody regardless of what they look like to embrace these imperfections which are actually perfect as they are um, and for everyone to feel beautiful and loved well I was going through a tough time loving myself you know there's this belief that women or like Latinas are fierce and uh, wanted for their body but it's difficult as a Latina woman to fit into this um, stereotype so it's just uh, it kind of like affected me and I, I wanted to be better when in reality I just had to learn that I'm good the way I am and I'm already better I'm already enough. I struggled a lot to show this piece to other people but I noticed that a lot of people felt the same way about their bodies and they were really proud to see something that they related with so much. So that really just made me so happy. Sarah Short noted the artwork at the exhibition allowed each student's personality to shine through. So the show uh, was my four seniors. I also included a little kind of side showcase of my juniors. Yeah. But this senior class was the first one that I got to see through the whole, their whole IB junior and senior years, which I loved. And I love that you can see, or at least I can see each of their personalities in their work. Like some of them are really wild and spontaneous, and some are a little more intentional and kind of scientific and methodical about their work. So I love kind of seeing the way their their personality transfers into what they make. Uh, but they all have this uh, wide range of talents. Like some of them do digital artwork and beautiful realism. One of my students last year made a sculpture out of spaghetti, <laughs> which is still proudly displayed in the library. <laughs> so they get to be really creative with the mediums they explore. But I've loved to see the way they, they took the talents that they came in with when they were juniors and they really got to develop um, directions of their choice. So they, some of them like learned to oil paint and made these beautiful like textural landscapes um, and some of them explored sculpture. So I love that they, they got to take the talent they came in with and do something that was 
meaningful to them with it. Well, as an art teacher, how satisfying was it to see their their works on display at the exhibition there in the library? It was awesome. It was awesome. So we we have other art shows at Central, like our arts festival in the spring, where we get to really display the whole department's work. But this was my first experience with kind of a smaller, uh, more formal show for the IB students. And it was so satisfying to see everything they've been working for kind of come together. Um, And I was really proud of them, but I loved seeing how proud they were of themselves. Like I could see it in their faces when, even when we just got it together and we were standing in there alone, looking at, finally, we're done. We can go home. But like, finally, all this work for two years is coming together and we can see it in front of us. And it's different when you see it displayed like art is meant to be and not just you finish a work and you stick it in the closet and all right, another assignment checked off. Like it's really special when you get to see it all together and kind of how it was intended. Kelly DeLeon agreed and she didn't mind having her library transformed into an art gallery for a few days. Yeah, I've been coordinator for nine years and I think I told Sarah this that in my personal opinion, I feel like this was our most phenomenal year and it only four students and I've had more and I've had less. I've had a year where I had one art student and I've had a year when I've had six, but these four were, they stood out. And I, I think it was because of like Sarah mentioned their themes and the, the thought that went behind each of their pieces and the personal connections that they made really showed through. And for me, the best that we've had. Daniela Robles was happy that her fellow students were able to connect with her artwork. It was so rewarding. Initially, I was really nervous. I was like, there's going to be a whole bunch of people in here, and they're probably not going to understand what it's like to be me or what it's like to connect with my pieces. But I heard that a couple of students came upstairs, and they could really connect with these pieces, and that was just so rewarding for me. It was like... That's all I wanted. I just wanted someone to understand. And that was really nice. Um, It was really difficult to make these pieces in a short period of time because sometimes I procrastinated or things came up. You just have to learn to manage your time. And um, when I finally got it done, it was like the best feeling ever. It was really nice. Daniela also earned high praise from her art teacher. Danielle is awesome. She's super studious and uh, responsible and intentional. Like even when she would go on trips with her family to other countries, she'd be thinking about how she could tie this into her work and like, how can she sketch and like look for artists in the streets and like bring back things that she can pull in to influence her work. So I've loved seeing her grow that way. I've also just loved seeing her grow personally and in her confidence as a person And as an artist, also, just the way that she would even carry herself and talk about her work and and herself in the two years that I've seen her, she's grown a lot in that. So it was it was special for me to see her getting to hear other people talk about the things that I see in her and that other people see in her and like to feel that reward, that sense of, okay, I actually have a voice and it matters. And what I'm saying is important and people want to hear it. Sarah added that she is tremendously proud of all of her students whose artwork was on display at the exhibition. Photos of this artwork can be found on the Indian River School District Facebook page.
A special thank you to Daniela, Sarah, and Kelly for taking the time to talk about Sussex Central's IB Visual Arts program. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and several other podcast platforms and mobile apps. Episodes and bonus content can also be accessed by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. To search for episodes on Facebook, use the hashtags IRSD Podcast and IRSD Spotlight. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Now, the record was of uh, Vicente Fernandez, a famous Mexican ranchera singer. Was your grandmother a fan, or is there another story about why you picked that particular album? Yeah, my grandmother, uh, my mom, my dad, everybody, just everybody that's Mexican knows him. He's a legend. And I just felt like that was a big statement, you know. If you're even if you're Latino, you know who he is. So it was just like I wanted people to connect with that, to know, like, to have a reference and to feel attached to this piece.